You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's Creepypasta story, I'd like to say thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B., Jess Black Curtain, Christina Groves, Chris BLK Chris, Canopsia, Tegan S, and the real CFED22. They are those who dwell below, an exclusive channel membership that gets you shoutouts at the start of every video, just like this. If you'd like to join them, check out the link in the description box. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, hitting that notification bell so that you never miss a video. Also, if you're a fan of creepypastas, Make sure to check out the creepypasta.com official YouTube channel and subscribe to that while you're there. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Long Time No See by James R.I. Peace It had been at least three years since I'd last seen John. I wondered if best friend was still applicable, given the circumstances. Somehow, semantics were the last thing on my mind. Who left a voicemail in this day and age anyway? Only John. His social and emotional ineptitude let him feel, think, and act with not a single care for what others found acceptable or in. I admired that in him. He was the opposite of me, as I was confident and outgoing. I went to the parties, did the drugs, drank the shots. I had my own place way before he even considered leaving his parents' home. Yet still, in a way, he had always been far more free than me. Of course, that was back when we were in college. After we parted ways, the journey of life took different routes for each of us. I ended up enlisting and following a Boots lifestyle for a few years. John collected degrees like stamps and hopped between part-time jobs. We tried to meet up and connect for cultural events or each other's birthdays. Life inevitably takes its course, though. Over time, our get-togethers dwindled from once a month to once a year. For a long while, not even that. By the time I was 26, I hadn't spoken with the man I loved as a brother in two years. We met at his family's summer home by the northern coast for a few days. Bars, a casino, the beach, and a penthouse, all to ourselves. Still, it hadn't ended on the best of terms. Three whole years had passed since then, and here I was, tripping over every piece of furniture in my house. I dodged the third Lego piece behind the corner of the stairwell, saving myself quite a bit of grief, and went down into the basement to get my duffel bag. At times, I had to question whether my son left these out of negligence, or if he was trying to show his old man that he could hunt big animals too. Adorable little runt. Throwing the duffel bag over my shoulder, I dialed my wife's number into my phone. Life in the army, both during and after boot camp, tended to prepare one for pretty much anything. 
the habits of getting up early, making one's bed, and keeping a bag ready for sudden departures hadn't been lost on me. With the house locked, the dog fed, and the woman of my life appeased with promises of a weekend getaway, I threw the bag onto the back seat and laughed. Unlike my 99 Astra, life sure had a way of coming at you fast. Much like said Astra though, I took pride in being a tough bone to chew on. After the dishonourable discharge, bouncing back wasn't the easiest thing in the world, yet I did it nonetheless. I took a couple swigs from my pocket flask to steel myself against the cold, and carried on. On the way, I lost myself to the roads of memory. The teenage years I'd spent with John, playing video games and geeking out with the other nerds in our group of friends. The wild nights in college, when I ran out his patience with the last of my dramas and mischiefs. I remembered the nights I spent having dinner at his place. His parents still sent me a gift when my birthday came along every year. Great people. All of them are in their own harmless way. These had been some of the best times of my life. Sure, there were mistakes made along the way, but I for one never liked to dwell on the past. I found the town by sundown, and the coastline was deserted, as I'd expected. With the rain and cold, nobody stepped foot in it. His house was pretty isolated, a couple of miles away from the centre. It was very characteristic of his family to keep a comfortable distance. As I slowly rolled into his driveway, I could see the lights were already on. I parked the car and took in a deep breath. I forced down over half of the contents of my flask, replacing the sobering chill with a vigorous burn. I stepped out of the car, shaking off the tension in my legs and back, and looked over to his porch. There he was, waving down at me with a big grin on his face. His hair was oily and black, his features rough and Germanic. You could see a hint of Eastern in his eyes. He wore the same black button-up shirt and brown chinos he'd worn three years before when we made it big. I missed him with all of my heart. I didn't bother waving back as I opened the back seat door. Reaching for my duffel bag, I grasped around for a small box and cold steel. As I pulled the Winchester M21 out and closed the door, I slid the two slugs into their respective barrels, glancing at the corner of the yard. The small dirt mound was still where I left it, where I'd left him. I was holding in my right hand the same gun that had blown a hole through John so cleanly that a dessert plate could have easily fit through, right through his thrusting heart, right through the shirt that thing, whatever it was, was wearing. I've never considered myself a man of prejudice, but dead things should stay dead, and certainly not leave voicemails to their former friends. Turning my attention back to John, I could see he was no longer waving at me. In fact, he was no longer smiling either. Swallowing my fear, I took aim. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel. Also, if you've got a particular creepypasta or a personal experience that you'd like me to read, make sure to let me know. You can send it to me via my email, which is in the description box. So, until next time, sleep tight. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? 
Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.